The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. We're on a mission from God. With your host, a jelly donut, David Garofalo. How did it get here? Mr. Jonathan. I hear you, and I care. Barry Stein. I can use my spare glove compartment underwear as a napkin. And Ed Sullivan. They don't have a listing for Mr. Wonderful. What uh, spelling did you use? It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and today it's the Christmas show. We'll smoke good cigars with bands on them, but how much flavor does a band or label have? And we'll see how well we did guessing cigar aficionados, ranking, um, and uh, how much... The name played a role in that. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. So after next week, can we start saying 10 years? Because we were around in 2010 and 2019. So it's 10 I calendar think, years. I think you have to wait till April 1st. Oh, really? Because that's the calendar year for us. Okay. All right. I know, you like, I know you like to rush it. but I like to make the changes when ch- time is due and make those changes because we have... Less than 50 episodes to go, and we will be the longest-running cigar podcast ever. According to my notes here, we are the longest continually-running cigar podcast. Continually running. Correct. Meaning? Meaning no breaks. We've never missed a show. Okay. All right. And we'll see if we can keep that up. All right, Barry. We're going to smoke cigars with bands on them today. I can see what this is. This is Bandolero. Tell me about this. Yep. And today's first cigar is the Bandolero, and it is manufactured in Costa Rica for selected tobacco. The size we're about to light up is the 5 by 50 Tremendos, and it features a wrapper binder filler that is so secret, if we told you, we'd have to kill you. Plus, we don't know. <laughs> it is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back eleven ninety nine. Why a jar of thirty is three oh five ninety nine, which is a savings of almost fifty four dollars, or fifteen percent off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. All right, Bandolero. The foot has the aroma of uh, Freeman Street in Haverhill, Massachusetts, on Monday morning at five thirty. Because right on the corner of Freeman Street and Washington Street is the Fantini Bakery. And they would start their first bake at 5.30 in the morning. Better than the aroma on the foot. And this is care package? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So smell the body of the cigar. So the outside wrapper of the cigar. The most aromatic of all. The second cigar we're going to smoke today is a very aromatic cigar. Until I picked this up and smelled it and said, this is more aromatic. Beautiful smell. Now, are you only saying that because the band looks higher end? Maybe. But I'm, I'm going by smell. Isn't it very extremely aromatic compared very to aromatic. anything? 
What's that, that that cake that you get up here where they take all the other cakes and they put it together and they smush it? The hermit? The yeah. hermit. The hermit. It kind of has that sweet chocolate yeah. from the hermit. Raisins and, and molasses. Yes. What a nice smell. Uh, it reminds me of Corojo tobacco. We don't know if it's Corojo or not because we don't know what it is, but it reminds me of that. And when I say Corojo, I'm talking. We'll, we'll know when we light it up because Corojo this dark is going to be a pepper bomb. So if it's a pepper bomb. <coughs> All right, let's light her up. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut oh, out my the lip. Oh, son of a. Good. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and Mr. Jonathan's lip. Well, I took my beard a little them. bit. Caught my beard. Yeah. Perdomo Cigars. They stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So this comes in a jar. We should have the jar up here, but it comes in a jar of 30 cigars inside the jar. But the jar itself, although a, a metal, a tin type of tin. jar, the top is very interesting. It's got a handle on the very top of it. And when you take the top off, you'll see these holes that are at the bottom and yeah. the directions to this top of this lid. It's not how to put it on or take it off. It's that the the, the, cat, the, the handle, handle yeah. twists off with a sponge that's in it. It comes with the liquid. You put the liquid into it, and you put it back on, and now it's a humidor used over and over and over and over again. So everyone comes with a built-in humidor. So now let's give it a taste. can't believe I caught my beard. So we're talking 12 bucks. you said? eleven ninety nine. Yeah, 12 bucks. And the one thing I've always found odd about the Bandolero is the aroma off the wrapper and foot is so different than the cold drawer. The cold drawer has a different dynamic to it than the sweetness of the foot and the I wrapper. still get the raisins, chewy raisins, a little plum. Not as dominant as the no. foot, though. You're not as dominant as the foot. Okay, let's light it. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Hawk. The Vertigo Hawk features three jets, the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, an easy adjustment wheel, and single action, meaning you press the button down, the top pops. And you're ready the to go. The Vertigo Hawk retails for an astounding $9.99, making it one of, the most least, le one of the least expensive lighters on the market, but it's packed with features. The Vertigo Hawk. Is this still on the market? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. There was one that came on the market, sold like crazy, and disappeared, and it was over. That was the... Um, That's the one I carried, and they discontinued it, and I can't remember the name. It wasn't the Cyclone, because they still Ro have that rocket, one. Rocket, maybe? Rocket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rocket. This is rocket. like a mini Rocket. Yeah. So this was replaced maybe for the single action purposes. Maybe. The only reason I remember that is I used to like to say, I've got a Rocket in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> it, it amused you. <laughs> it did. All right, this is uh, pretty full-bodied. I'm at an eight right off the bat, but again, that's on the per first puff. Which yeah, is when it. you look at Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero, Bandolero is probably the fullest in terms of strength. And if you have to equate it to something on the market, it has that Nicaraguan flair to it. This is a good place to begin your selected tobacco, which is Atabay, Byron, Bandolero. You start with this, which is a moderate... $12 a cigar, um, and then you go from there, and you move up, and you see what ends up happening. But I, I think it's a good um, stepping stone yeah, into, into it. Um, you know, the uh, folks at um, Selected Tobacco, 
um, United Cigar, um, Oliver Nouveau. He went around all last year. He started off actually here uh, in January when we did a blind taste test uh, with a whole bunch of people trying different cigars. He took that and he went all around the country all year with it. And the folks from the Ashholes podcast actually put a little package together where you could do it yourself. And it was um, brackets down like the football thing or something that brackets down. And uh, over the year... Oliver was explaining to me, he would pick a different cigar and go up against a different product. And sometimes if it was even the same cigar, we'll go up against a different product, but go against big name cigars. But yeah. remember, taking the bands off it so you didn't know what it was. Uh, much like the old Pepsi challenge that happened with Pepsi and Coke or something, he would go up against uh, big names. They did that um, very successfully across the country, two little groups of people. And then the... Um, the Ashholes did it, 170 people or some odd number or whatever it was, um, with um, four different cigars. And they did United Cigar, the box press United Cigar brand, versus Oliva G, which is another box press cigar. Yeah. So, um, although Cameroon, when it comes to the Oliva G, is, is that Cameroon, I believe? I believe, I yeah. The G I is haven't Cameroon. spoken one in a while, but I believe. Very close battle against each other, but United Cigar won um, 50.9 versus 49.1, so United ended up winning it. They did La Gloria Cubana versus Fleur de Lorraine, very similar cigar, um, yeah. and um, Fleur de Lorraine won 69% to 30%. And then um, Bandolero that was smoking here went up against Camacho, winning 55.8 to 44.2. And then lastly, it was La Giana um, versus Toro Fuente, and La Giana Barely winning, 51.7% to 48.3%. But there is cigar versus cigar, big brand name, lots mm -hmm. of advertising, all really good cigars that sell very, very well against a little-known company of the brand, but you don't see what the band is. Right. And I would say if they, if they were priced the same and you saw both in a store, one brand that you know priced the same as a brand you don't know, you buy the one you know, right? right. Of you course. buy the devil that you know. Uh, so, um, those were the winners of the first round and went into a second round, went into a third round. And the winner at the end of this bracket thing was actually the cigar I was smoking. So that was a reason why I wanted to smoke this cigar, um, is unknown without a band on it. It ends up winning. Um, now some of the reasoning that, that I look at when I look at this is this is the most full-bodied of it. We're talking about people that listen to a podcast about cigars. They geek out over cigars. Most likely, they're into full-bodied they cigars. Smoke. They, they smoke more often than a regular sure. occasional. If you did this to an occasional group of cigar smokers, maybe a milder cigar would have won. Maybe, you know, this is all I can take from what that is. And Joe Gunn has spoken along with us in the chat room, and he says the initial flavors that he gets off of this is cocoa powder. There's a little chocolate. A little, a little Swiss Miss action going yeah. on. Yeah. Swiss Miss instant cocoa. Warms you up inside. <laughs> Is that what it does? It does. It, it warms does. me up. A little Ovaltine. Did you like the Ovaltine? No, nah, I was a Swiss Miss Really? Person. With the marshmallows. Yeah. I would throw a hissy could, fit if my mom bought them without the marshmallows. The, the you could just put marshmallows in no, your Ovaltine. it's not the same. It's not. You need the mini marshmallows. The dried up, dehydrated yeah. ones. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but once it hits the hot water, sure. you get a party going on. Do you ever do it with milk? 
Yes, that's the, the only way up. to do it. Oh, that's yeah, you don't do it with water. You gotta yeah. eat the milk. So you guys have never dissected Lucky Charms and pulled out all the marshmallows and made hot chocolate nah, with those? they're so sugary. Yeah, too it's sugary. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> I inhaled. It's the Perfect. same damn marshmallow. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. No, they're pretty garbage marshmallows to be in the Swiss <laughs> mess, to be honest with you. It's a better marshmallow than a marshmallow. You ever do marshmallow fluff inside the hot chocolate? No, but now I'm going to. Oh, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, all right, brand name versus generic. Uh, in general, brand name products are better than generic products or unknown brands, right? Correct. Wrong. Uh, at least their marketing is better. Uh, and that's the case of it. Sometimes the generic or the unknown brand is better than the other one, as we just show in the blind taste test that happened. Uh, this concept isn't really disputed because if generic brands and brand names were priced the same, would you go to the brand every time, every single time? And you would never go to the generic if they were Price the same, the same price. way. Right. The same with with looking at a cigar and here's an unknown brand and a brand you know, brand you trust, you, you, like that. You'd probably take the brand name that you know and trust and like and uh, that way. In reality, uh, they are not the same. So you ultimately have to decide whether the quality is worth the extra cost if you opt out of the savings from the generic product in that case. Staple food products like flour, sugar, cornstarch, pepper, and others are regulated. In many cases, the same manufacturer produces a generic product than the brand name. It really doesn't matter at all. Might as well take the cheaper one. Gasoline, despite the gas stations that tell you that what their additives are, um, the product is regulated, and there's little variance between gas station brands at all. So just go to get, get the cheaper one. Right. Electronic cabling. Um, some people charge big money for an HDMI cable. Oh, that's cable. the biggest gaffe. Biggest gaffe. In when, the when DJ the, world, anyways. Yeah. The $2 one is the same exact thing and produced by the same person. They put a little gold paint on the connectors, yeah. and it's like, oh, this one gives you a better sound. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's, it's, it's blowny. Paper products, napkins, paper plates, toilet paper, and other paper products, virtually the same product as generic name. Uh, some toilet paper is softer than others. My butt would disagree on that. <laughs> is it psychology? Is it psychological? I don't the know. Charm is it the fact that you wipe the, from back the, to front? The, the one with the little bear on the thing is much softer than Scott Tisher, the one in the paper. Well, Scott's in one ply. Yes. And you know my rap name is two ply. Yes. <laughs> so you know where I, where I go. Uh, store brands or private label brands managed by a retailer for sale and only a specific store. Retailer will design the manufacturing, the packaging, and marketing the goods as to build a relationship between the product and the store's <coughs> customers. We do it all the time. Our soda is private labeled. Our matches are private labeled. Everything we can possibly Our do. Our private label soda is better than the brand name counterpart. But there's other people that have the exact yes. same soda. They got to figure out where that is, but there's the exact same soda elsewhere. We don't make soda, you know. It's yeah. we don't have a root beer company, right. so somebody ends up making it for us. Um, there are no brand name cows. The udders using supplying milk to Borden uh, are no different than the udders for Kroger's or Market Basket. It's milk from a cow. It's not a special cow. It's the same stuff inside, but yet brand name milks. For more money, sell for more than the market brand name there. Um, if you love uh, flakes of corn, crispy rice, or bran 
raisin cereals, the ingredients are virtually the same, and they're manufactured by the same people. They and that for breakfast morning, the, the flakes of corn. Flakes of corn. <laughs> flakes of corn. There yes. we go. Store brand baby formula. Uh, has to meet the same exact safety standards and nutrition guidelines as the brand names and dramatic difference. That's in one. That's one that they get the mom. She's uh, just delivered. She's got to have the best for her baby. Mm. More is probably better, but it isn't. It isn't. Bottled water is bottled water. And uh, it's purified water in most cases. It contains H2O and went through the same types of purification and both quench your thirst. And they taste like water. They all taste the same. Uh, the only real difference is the name brand. Uh, unless it's labeled spring water, it's actually from the tap. And it's purified. It means it went to a filter. Period. That's it. Bleach, besides the scents and things like that, the ingredients is bleach. Aluminum foil is aluminum. Uh, antacids, it's all the same. Pain relievers, it all doesn't matter. Now let's talk alcohol. Which is Barry's thing, right? Yes. All right? Love the alcohol. All right. We got four alcohols here for you. So, unrecognizable labels typically are bitter tasting. They have bitter aftertaste and filmy plastic taste compared to the the top distilleries, right? Correct. Wrong. (laughs) Alcohol sold in warehouse shopping clubs like Costco under the Kirtland Signature Label. Do you know that? Do you know Kirtland alcohols? It sounds familiar. They're from Costco. Well, they're manufactured by, for instance, the Kirtland vodka is made by Grey Goose. The bourbon is made by Jim Beam, and the scotch is made by Macallan 18. Can you really tell the difference? Dun, dun, dun. In this case, we're going to talk about... And, and the difference in price, by the way, that the Kirtland's vodka is $30 a bottle. The Grey Goose is $68 a bottle, more than double the cost. Uh, can you tell the difference when it comes to rum? That's your drink of choice, right? That's my rum? drink of choice, yeah. All right, we have four different rums here. Uh, okay. Or do we? <laughs> well, two of them look similar in color. All right, so maybe they're the same. The first one and the second one have different colors. And three and four. Three and four look like they could be well, related. Part of that is also the distance from the light, yeah. the coloring of the light. So those could be the same too. Like based on the coloring, the first one looks like the Jonathan Drew one that we spoke, uh, drank a few weeks ago. Based on the color. Okay. Well, take a sip. Tell me if it's that. Drink all four. They're labeled one, two, three, four. Take your time. I'm going to keep talking okay. while, you're, while you're doing the drinking. Why, why I'm getting uh, shafazed. Price-wise, let me tell you. What do you got? There we got... Uh, In no particular order, we have a $20, a $30, a $32, and a $40 uh, rum going on here. By the bottle at the same place. So $20 to $40, they're double in price. They could be double in price. Um, As you're tasting that, uh, raises Gillette and Schlick. Schlick? Schlick. Very expensive. The Walgreen house brand, Studio 21. They're the guys that make it. Same deal. Uh, the track two, for instance, $17.49 for a pack of 10. The Walgreens version, $8.79, less than half the price. And it's the same Same product. person makes it. The track, track three, same thing happens with the Mach 3 and the Walgreens three-blade cartridge. There's a five 
blade cartridge. I didn't know there was such a thing. How much hair does somebody have? Mine has six. Really? Plus, plus a trimmer on the top. But I shop at Market Basket. I get the, the cheap one. All right. So this five one, Gillette Fusion Razor, $14.29. And the Walgreens five blade razor, $5.99. Almost three to one in the cost. Um, design of clothes, all that stuff. You, you got um, Amani and Saks. In uh, Saks, not that it's cheap, but it's less than half the price of the Amani, and it's this, actually the same. That's who makes it. It becomes the same thing. Uh, cars to booze, a lot of times, exactly the same product. And when it comes to cigars, the fact is there's brands in this store that are the same brand as the same manufacturer and the same blend of another one. There's lots of it out there. Right. Back in the day, and I think it's still today, Hoya de Monterey and Punch were the same exact product. One was packaged different than the other, and they told me themselves way back in the day out of Honduras. When it comes to Cuban cigars, I told you before, there's only one blend. It's three primings of one blend, and besides some limited releases and things like Bahiki and, and Oddballs, they're the same. It's a color variation that changes right. the difference. And one person's going to say, oh, the Ramon Alones is better than the Partagas, and the Partagas is milder than the Romeo and Juliet. They're all the same. And the difference in price is pretty dramatic. Now, you can send your cards and letters of yelling at me because every time I make that statement, everybody says, oh, my God, you're, you're so wrong and stuff. It, it's a painful fact because I saw it myself, and I know that that's what ends up happening. And it's, I it's saw un- it myself. It's unfortunate. The good news is if you like the more fuller-bodied um, Boulevard, for instance, is the fuller-bodied one. It's just darker in color than the other one. If that's the one you like and, you, and you're willing to pay twice the price as the uh, Hoya de Monterey, which is the same exact product, pay twice as much. Good for you and get the, get the one that's darker or whatever. Barry's going through it. You got any early thoughts? I, I think I got one, two, and three, but wow. I, I don't think I've had the four before. So I, it's, uh, the fourth one is very smoky. All right, so what do you got for... Uh... So number one, I think, is the uh, Jonathan Drew Brands. Okay. Number two, I believe, is Brugal. All right. Number three, I believe, is Zafra or Zaya. I'll go with Zafra. Barry did not see any of this, by yeah. the way. He knows he nothing. Not. This was done before he got here this morning. He and saw the cups all made, but the thing was all written out before he got here. And four, I haven't had before, but it has a very dis- uh, distinct smoky taste. I'm not even sure it's a uh, pure rum. And price-wise, well, if, if you're saying what they are, you you know. Right. One would be the dovetails. It's a little higher end. You got, got, you got, what has he got? 20, 30? 30, 32, and 40. I'm going to say the fourth one is the most expensive because it has that it's a little harder to make with the smoky edge to it. But I, I want to beat him up on this, but he's it's amazing. smart on. You drink entirely too much. <laughs> when I tell you he's exact. Spot on. I'm super impressed, I got to tell you. What's the fourth one? Uh, that is Papa's Pilar. Okay, definitely have never had that. Okay, $40. That's the most expensive one. I mean, you nailed this completely. That's crazy. I'm kind of shocked. <laughs> maybe I do have a shrinking problem. Yes, you do. There's no maybe, buddy. 
There is no maybe. Four rums, he named every single one, including the one he didn't have before. Of knowing he didn't have it before, and it was the most expensive one. Wow. It's impressive. Thank you. <laughs> I'm blown That's away. It. I'm shutting up the rest I'm, of the show. I'm, 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 I can't blo- top that. And now we move to the intervention portion of the yes. show. Yeah, we got our friends from Friends in Recovery waiting on deck. So, so what do you, you know, I'm not a drinker myself, so I don't know. It, it all tastes like alcohol to me. What's the difference? Uh, is there a difference between the $20 one and the $40 one? There's, a, there's different characteristics. Just like when we smoke cigars, we, we, we take the bands off and we try to, you know, trick people. But you can see the but quality can, of how it's made. Right, but we we taste that thing that, all right, this is going to be Dominican or this is Nicaraguan or Honduran. It's kind of the same thing. Like, they all have distinct char- characteristics. Like, number one, I wouldn't have gotten if we didn't drink the, the dovetail. I think it's dovetail. It is dovetail. We, we didn't drink it a few weeks ago. But it had a very distinct aftertaste. So I'm And like, you remembered it. I remembered it. Uh, number two was a cheaper Dominican rum, so I went with Brugal. That's exactly it. And three had the sweetness that only Zaffir or Zaya have. I told you those were the two he was going to guess. I Which one? He named them all. Which two? The Zaffir and the, uh, the Zaya. I said he's going to say one, one or the other on, on these, because that does have a distinct taste. And it is Zaya. Yeah, and also has yeah. a little bit of a thicker characteristic. It's almost like uh, syrupy. Where Brugal's almost a little bit more watery. And it's, you know, he's got two dark ones that are almost identical in mm-hmm. color. And then he's got a light and a medium. So and the, the fourth, fourth one, one was thr- very smoky. I got to try that. And that's the most expensive one. And you said this is probably the most expensive one because of, in order to get that smokiness in, it's, it's what, 12 years old, I think? More, more time consuming. Yeah. Yeah, it's smoky and peppery, kind of. Wow. Not nearly as sweet as the Zaya. Well, the whole idea of this was to prove to him that it didn't matter what the price was, <laughs> but that, that didn't work at all. But <laughs> see, the price doesn't matter. Like, the, the rum I drink is, is $19.99 a bottle. Okay. And I, I drink Florida Kanye if anybody wants to get me a Christmas gift. But uh, <laughs> price doesn't matter on rum. Price doesn't matter on any alcohol. Price doesn't really matter on a cigar because it's what you like. Right. I mean, yeah, an Atabe, a Byron are going to be above, say, a, uh, a machine-made cigar. There's going to be a difference yeah. just to do two extremes. And there's certain characteristics that set each one apart. But it all goes to personal palate. Like... You know, Zaya Zaffir, now we know it's Zaffir, but Zaffir is too sweet for me. But a lot of people prefer Zaffir, I think, outsells in the U.S. for the Kanye. I think when it comes to cigars and, you know, people are asking the question now that come in for the holidays for buying gifts and stuff. Oh, I don't even know where prices of cigars go. Where does a good cigar price at? And my usually go to is $10 and above is a different league of a cigar. When you go to $10, here's a $12 cigar yeah. here, right? You're in a different league than, say, a 6 and $7 cigar. 100%. Well, you feel the firmness of it, and that's one of the big things that I've been noticing. I'm, I'm starting to pay attention because we're doing more blind stuff yeah. in the store, taking bands off for each other. So one of the things that I've been noticing is that the more expensive cigar, when you hit north of $10, the firmness of them is yeah, there. They're packed well because they're but not But the draw cut- still draws yeah. like like all the other cigars. So you get a good draw on a firm cigar and now you're talking about more than $10 and you start narrowing it down. So this wins of the blind taste test and you know, you take the band off this and you look at the 
seamlessness of it, yeah, how well it's pretty. packed in a good it's draw, how it has a lot of flavor. You know, can this happen in a bundled cigar brand? No way. You wouldn't mistake this as an inexpensive no, bundled but cigar. And, Impossible. And, and another the argument, you know, not to beat up our friends at Drew Estate, we have much respect for them, but a Kentucky Fire Cured Cigar is like a ten dollar cigar, you know. It's, you know. But that's a process that makes right. it that and so expensive. this this number four had that same process to it because it added something to it. So that, that doesn't cost, mean it's that, better than three, two, or one. No, it just makes the cost go it up. It makes the cost go up. And of those four, which one do you like the best? Free bottle doesn't matter what price they are. Which one you want? Two. The the Brugal. Really? I like the little bit of the bite. To rum, which is the lowest price one, yeah, twenty dollar bottle. Yeah. Like Zafra for me is too sweet. Uh, the dovetail has a little bit too much of a of a taste on the back end, and number four is just smoked. I don't care for it. Um, so for me, I'm the cheap date. And yeah. you like it better. I like it better. Yeah, There's really. Four the bottles take one yeah. anyone you now, want. Now Scotch, it would be a different story. I I do prefer a higher end Scotch because it has less of a bite. On my rum, I like more of a bite. I'm kind of in the same boat as Barry. I mean, I like Dewar's and I like Johnny Walker Red, and those are twenty dollar bottles. I, I I do like McAllen once in a while, and I like Oban. But as far as something that I'm going to have a glass of and smoke a cigar and sit on the back deck, the bartender you I walk like, there says, "I'm buying you a drink. What do you want?" I would probably take a Dewar's. And I've seen you do that at Tommy Grell's place when he was around. You've had a Dewar's and yeah. you got a hot and dirty. Yeah. And Tommy was like, first one's on me. And I'm like, all right, I'll take a Dewar's on the rocks. And he's like, are you out of your mind? I have McAllen 18 right there. And I'm like, I'll take the Dewar's. You'd rather. Yeah. Cigar-wise, somebody says I'm going to buy you a cigar. I am consistently in the $12 range. That's what I smoke. So I, I, I'm strong on this $10 and over. Is, is Absolutely. It's a different league. It's a different league altogether. And you really, you can't fall victim to the packaging. The fact that Bandolero comes in a cool tin and it's got humidification and all this backstory written on the tin, don't let that influence you. Smoke the cigar and decide whether or not you like it. Close your eyes. Take the band off. Do whatever you're going to do. But they're doing these packaging and these labels and these fanciness for a reason. Of course, because, to draw the consumer over. But yeah. you can't you can't fall victim to the, the, the smoke and mirrors that they're putting on it. A good cigar is a good cigar no matter what it's in. Find something that you like, and that's what you should smoke. You know what I find very uh, amazing this time of year? Again, we're not dealing with a regular cigar consumer. It's somebody buying a product for somebody, and they'll come in, and they're going to buy the Cuban brand name right. as the Dominican version of it. And I don't care what, what it is, f- fill in your name, whatever it is. But they know the name of it, and that's what they want because they think they're buying them something good because it's the name they know, right. that this is a, a big name. You know, if you were going to buy... You're going to somebody's house and you're going to bring bread for dinner or something. You're not going to buy Wonder Bread, right? You show up with a loaf of Wonder Bread or something, it'd be very odd. You're going to get an artisan, nice crusty bread or whatever. But when it comes to cigars, they end up going to this, you know, big selling because they think. That's an interesting little uh, mind trick right there that I would ask somebody now. Are you going to take the Wonder Bread or are you going to take the Artisan Bread when you go out to dinner? So over to someone's house for dinner. And they, and, and they serve in peanut butter and jelly. I'll take the Wonder Bread. Yeah. <laughs> but when cigars, it's not that way that they would take the Artisan Cigar that would be, a, you know, 
step, step up most likely. You know, I, I don't mean to throw any brand under the bus here, and I'm not going to say any brand name or something, <coughs> but you guys know what I'm talking about. That would, It's not like this cigar would be, right. but they don't know this cigar brand or something. You got to trust your tobacconist of it. And, you know, the, the easy play is when the person came in, you being the salesman of something, you just rattle off one of those names that they know and okay i'll take a box of those because i know that must be good you end up coming up and saying oh bandolero or something they say i never heard of that i said well let me show you and yeah here's the reason that's why the, that's where the cool packaging comes in it's going sure. to need the cool packaging at that point yeah i would need it as, a, as someone who's selling cigars but the, the consumer that is listening to the show you really you want you want to be you're going to smoke a good cigar. You want to be north of ten dollars, and you want to smoke it because you enjoy it. Find something that you like the taste of, not the look of. The the person that doesn't know cigars is buying by the band name, the name and the band. But I know a lot of consumers that do the same thing. Look at how and I and I hate to beat them up because I you know I smoke the cigar once a day. The band and the the color scheme and all that on the uh, Aladino Corojo Reserve that we smoked last week. Yeah. It's old school, kind of goofy looking. I mean, it looks like your grandfather's cigar. Yeah, from twenty five years ago. Yeah. I smoke that regardless of what it looks like, because it does, this band certainly looks better. But yeah, but that cigar we, hits my palate. We smoke that because it triggers a memory of when we got into cigars. Yeah, there is something to that. It's a harder sell to me to a twenty five year old that's smoking that doesn't remember. Yeah. the association of that band. We're drawn to it because of the nostalgia of it. But it just happened to be a great cigar. And when you've given it to me blind, you know, taking the band off and say, here, smoke the cigar. And it's like, wow. Takes you back. It's a great cigar. And you should be, you, the consumer listening to this show, should have somebody give you some cigars without the bands on it. Brands you like and brands you think you don't like or something because, boy, the your mind's going to get blown. That's what happens. It you, certainly Your will. mind gets blown, and it still happens to us all the time. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, Cigar Aficionado picked their top 25 cigars of the year just this week. We're going to go through them and see how we did guessing and how much influence does the band have for them. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum. 
Competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co., or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian 
Southern Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing pot. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Nelson Afronso from Selected Tobacco, the company who made and manufactured Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. That makes me smile at Sullivan. I remember you recorded that with him. That was some heavy lifting to get yeah. that. Some get serious that editing up. there. We're back, everybody. We're smoking Bandolero. Barry's drinking his rum. He knows his stuff. And uh, we're talking labels and bands. And uh, boy, he ruined the whole thing. <laughs> Getting that. Are I, you shocked? I always ruin things. No, it's, man. I just I thought at the end of this thing, I was, it was going to be that. You know, you pick the $20 one as the $40 one or something was going to happen here. That's the idea of what was supposed to happen here. But uh, I do believe, you know, is there such a thing as a $10 rum? Uh, I haven't smoked. I haven't drank anything. So I haven't smoked. I need to slow down. Yeah. Um, but I haven't smoked anything less than $19.99 okay. on sale. Like well drinks. You know, that you're going to mix with Coke That's what he stuff. drinks on the regular. Right. Yeah. I don't do well drinks. I, I prefer... I don't like mixing. The okay. only thing I'll mix is uh, a Bloody Mary. Yeah. Uh, but I prefer drinks uh, pure and true. Because the mix, the one you're going to mix might as well be the cheaper one, right? 100%. Of course. You're going to have rum and Coke. If, if you put the $40 rum and Coke. If you put the $40 rum like and Coke, Coke and you're at the same bar as me, we're going to have an issue. I have called people out before. Really? Yeah. You obviously you, you're ordering that just to impress somebody. Has you anyone don't ever told doing. you that you just need to be nicer to people? <laughs> My wife. <Yes. laughs> uh, well, some people will say that if I drink the cheap stuff, it gives me a headache. I get a hangover. Blah 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 blah. If you're mixing it and you're drinking a lot, you're going to get a hangover no matter what. Yeah, you drink. it's what's going to happen anyway, right? Yep. Well, anyway, um, do the price of cigars really matter uh we're gonna go through cigar aficionados and if that was the case that it was all about price then it would always be the highest price stuff at the top and that's not the case so let's begin let's go uh in reverse order and uh tell us uh number 25 and we'll go all the way down all right number 25 was uh number 16 on the cigar journal list and that's ramon alones by aj fernandez churchill Cigar Journal, it was the Toro. All right. Did anybody get that? Uh, no, sir. All right. So, A.J. Fernandez. Well, I had A.J. Jonathan. Fernandez on my list, and somehow this disqual- is disqualifying me from having it. They huh. gave him some love. Mr. Jonathan, A.J. Fernandez Enclave. And this is Ramona Lones. It's not an A.J. Fernandez brand. Right. If it was right. Dew World or if it was Last Call yeah. or it was it's, Enclave, I'd give you the point. It's not A.J. Fernandez, Dave. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> Nothing is. Uh, all right. So no, that's that. No. Number, number 24 is the Placencia Coseca 146 St. Louis. 
All right. I figured Placencia was going to get uh, some sort of nod in there. Yep. I expected it much further out, but there it is. Yep. And you had Placencia on your list. I did not. Ed, you and Ed had it. Okay. I, f- I figured they'd be much higher than that, but I got one point because it's in the top 25. We got Ooh. two in the top 10. We get three points if we nailed it. Right. So uh, you and Ed Sullivan got one point. Okay. Number 23 was the one-off plus 53 Super Robusto. And the plus 53 is the one that is considerably more expensive than the rest of the line. Yes. And, and the I, only little amounts came Little amount of them, and I actually prefer the ones that aren't. Okay. $30. All right. Um, number 22 is the Trinidad Santiago Bellicoso. And this is the Dominican Trinidad. That is correct. Surprising. I, that's a surprise to me. Nobody got that, right? Correct. Okay. And uh, number 21 was the San Cristobal Quintessence Corona Gorda. Another surprise to me. Yeah. Uh, Nicaraguan cigar. Yeah. Pepin Garcia makes it for Ashton. Right. Um, and Jonathan's argument that he should have gotten a point for A.J. Fernandez. I had Ashton on my list, just like I gave him a minus one. I took a minus one for myself. So let it be known I am fair. Well, in this case, you're talking about a Nicaraguan cigar made by Pepin Garcia. The Ashton would be a Dominican cigar made by Toro Fuente. So his argument was his a brand made by A.J. Fernandez, not called A.J. Fernandez. But in, in that case, Pete Johnson's cigar, anything tatuaje or anything, would be a Pepin Garcia win, uh, which is both of them are wrong, but okay. Number 20 <clears throat> is the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Toro Tubo. Now, this is interesting because... This conversation we had last week on the show as we were picking things mm-hmm. continued as answers were coming out. And when, it, when the answers come out and everything was there except number one, I went to Rocky Patel. as a, I changed my thought right. and said Rocky Patel is going to be the cigar of the year. Again, um, number 11 through 25 was not listed, just the top 10. Correct. But because I thought Rocky would definitely be in the top 10, he had to be number one. He launches a lot of brands, but his stuff is consistently highly rated. Yes. It's just a surprise to me that they would. Number 20. It's almost it's almost a kick. Mm. It's almost an insult. I mean, you'd, you'd, you'd almost be better off not putting him on the list. I have a problem with the whole top 25 list, 25 cigars. So what you're seeing here is no duplicates. They're giving love to every single manufacturer that they put them on the list. There's a little pay-to-play here that goes on here, too. Not that there's multiple factories, but never multiple brands. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, a factory only makes one good cigar? You know, yeah, evidently that's yeah. not true in the yeah. mind of CA. Yeah. Uh, number 19 is from Cuba. It's the Cohiba Siglo 6 Tubo. In the Tubo. Um, so uh, Cohiba, I mean, uh, Cuba gets a nod there, um, as I expected to. Um, but a lot of us thought they were going to have something as number one also. Correct. Yeah. Uh, number 18 is the Nat Chico Anniversario 1965 Liga number four, Churchill. Talk about a mouthful. Okay. And talk about a, a surprise to me. And I know they, that he had rated it high, which was odd to yeah. begin with anyway. Uh, in fairness, though, I've never smoked it. Uh, I say that, that I've smoked a lot of Nat Chico's over the years, which used to be a really cheap, cheap cigar. When I tell you cheap, a box of 50 for $30 right. or something. Right, it was a Cuban sandwich. Yeah, it was just machine-made, uh, I believe machine-made, not even a... Um, and all of a sudden that they... Um, 
changed the brand into a premium high-end, uh, which I haven't smoked it. Maybe, apparently, it's good. Um, 1965, League of Number 4, Churchill. Uh, I don't know, but okay. Surprise to me. Number 17 is the McAuliffe Reserva Limitada Pravada. Big money. Yep, and that's a cigar I have smoked. How much? Don't know. It was gifted to me. $30-ish. Um, I've smoked it, too. Big advertiser of the air, but yeah. it didn't wow me. No, not that it, there's anything wrong with it, but... Uh, I concur. I yeah. hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying by not saying. Right, right. Um, number 16 is the Hoya de Nicaragua Antonio Grand Reserva Robusto Grande. Another full mouthful. Yes. Okay, Hoya de Nicaragua gets something there. Um, uh, okay, very full body. Yep. And number 15 is the Villaga San Dioro Colorado Churchill. All right. Which uh, is another Villaga made in Nicaragua. There was a Villaga made in Nicaragua on the on the cigar journalist. Right. And now there's another Nicaraguan Villaga. I had so many Villagas. Yeah, it seems like they're moving away from the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Have you smoked that cigar? I have. You have? I have. I, have I, I? Until I read it was made in Nicaragua, I would have never guessed Okay. That. It looks the same as the other ones. I must have smoked. No, it kind of has a, the newer, more modern band that they switched oh, really? to in the last few years. A little bit bigger, a little bit more colorful. All right. So here's what happens with me. Uh, these things end up happening. I have to revisit these things. I don't know if I smoked this or not. I have to revisit it and try it again. Nat uh, Chico, I don't know if I smoked it. I doubt I did. Yeah, I know I have. Uh, so I have to try it to see what it is. So what does that do to a retailer? Yes, it, it alerts us to right. maybe we missed something. Right. Maybe we didn't. Maybe we did, and it's not all that. I'm but pretty sure you'll at least stop at their booth next year at the trade show. Yeah, but even beforehand, I mean, I, wa- I want to see what it's all about. Uh, number 14 was on my list, Jonathan's list, and that is the Tatuaje Fausto FT-153 Toro. Uh, anything different than that cigar than we had it years ago? No, it's, it's, to me, it's their most peppery, pepper bomb cigar. It, they discontinued themselves and brought it back, right? That's, that, 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 that I'm not sure. Oh, about. really? I thought that brand went away and yeah. it ended up coming back because it was a non-seller. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. This is going to help and bring it back uh, live, unless it, mm-hmm. unless it's something different. Red Band, right? Red, red Band, circle. yep, Red Band. Yeah. Um, now we had it. And it was a dead brand, but we'll have to try it again. See what it's about. Number thirteen is the Lafleur Dominicana Double Lajero Chisel. Good luck. And, and another Lafleur Dominicana you can't get. And I love John Carney and Leo yeah. Gomez and Tony Gomez, but. There's no way you're smoking that cigar blind and not knowing what it yes. is. Not only is it a chisel and it's strong as anything, um, which, you know, we're not looking at all very strong. The one-off cigar is a very strong cigar. Um, you could say maybe the Ramon Alonis is pretty full-bodied up there. I think the Fausto had a little kick to it. Yeah, well. that was yeah, a Fausto had a big kick to it. Yeah, yep. okay. Dark Antonio, that's yes, not pretty one. full-bodied. Yeah, so, and, and not one light cigar here, not one. Yet. Uh, I believe you are correct. Yeah. And number 12 was on Jonathan's list, and that is the punch after dinner. Boy, that's an oldie. And Jonathan also had number 11. Nailed it. Which is uh, Kai D'Orsay, number 54 from Cuba. Kai D'Orsay. Kai D'Orsay. Number 54 from Cuba. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Did you go to the? Were you yeah, with the, me during that party? That's the one. Yeah, when, when they launched it, uh, relaunched it. Uh, Credusse was only for a certain area, maybe France, France. Uh, mm. and that's that brand only went to France. And they decided at that event we're going to open this up for the world. Uh, I'll tell you, with the people that were there that I was talking, they were unhappy with that cigar. Actually, one guy from Italy gave me his and said, "Here, have mine. They're way too light." It's a very, very mild um, Cuban. Cuban cigar. Yep. Very mild. So there is the mild cigar yep. right there. Surprising at number 11. And, and number 11 is an interesting number. You're not in the top 10. No, but it, you're, it, you're so good you got number one twice. <laughs> yeah. It's, I've, I've talked to people that got number 11 over the years. And, <coughs> I'm hammering sickle last year. Yeah. What am I going to do with that? You know, it's yep. like, all right, number 11. It's like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's a... Uh, it's an oddball number to have. Um, and that ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win this battle? Would you rather have a head the size of a tennis ball or the size of a watermelon? Your head on your shoulders. Not to be confused with anything else. <laughs> I have to go well, watermelon. Yeah, you already have a large head. I yeah, mean, that is the it, size of a watermelon. If it was a tennis melon. ball, it wouldn't fit the body. It'd look ridiculous. I, too, would go watermelon head. <laughs> Big head. You ever had watermelon head? <laughs> I'm going to ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. It could be with a Jolly Rancher. It doesn't have to be a watermelon. Pop rocks. That's the thing right there. Pop rocks. Please. <laughs> well... I need clarification, of course. Which direction will the watermelon be oriented? I mean, is it a tall watermelon? It's a goddamn or? watermelon, Ed Sullivan. It doesn't matter. It, it does to him. Does he Does he want the stewie from... Um, right. I want the tall watermelon. I don't want it sideways. Oh, no. It's head. only sideways. That's the way to do it. Really? Well, well, then you can choice. look like a cartoon. Your choice. Yeah. All right. I'm going watermelon. So you're going Guy Smiley. Yeah. What does that mean? Long head? Yeah. He's got the <laughs> oblong. And you're going watermelon head? How do you want your head? Yeah, I'm going Stewie. Stewie? Yeah. <laughs> so was just... Shoulder to shoulder. Going Stewie. Yeah, Stewie? You don't want a tennis ball head, right? Well, I don't want to look like them anyway. Yeah, watermelon head is the answer. Yeah. For all, <laughs> you, ladies, for all you ladies listening, nobody wants tennis ball head. <laughs> All right, Devin. Uh, go ahead. Let's yeah. go back to the top. Yeah, number, Pamela's laughing. No, <laughs> number, number 10 is the Monte Cristo Nicaragua Series Robusto. Uh, number 10 is Monte Cristo Nicaragua. Yes. Yep. Uh, I smoked that in, in Dominican Republic blind against the Monte Cristo Dominican, Cuban, it was sensational. I got to tell you. It was really good. That's number 10, so it makes the top 10. Yep, man. Very good. Ed Sullivan and I both got two points on that one. And uh, number nine is the Alec Bradley Black Market Esteli Torpedo. They love Alec Bradley, man. They always give him something. He's in uh, number nine. That is his uh, Placencia made cigar, right? Sure. Yep. And number eight was on uh, Ed Sullivan's list, and that's the Oliva Siri V Millennial Churchill. I didn't, I didn't have Oliva in there. Oliva Series V Milanio has been number one to them, hasn't yes. it? Uh, I know it was in Cigar Stop yeah, number they had, one. they had that Figurado one yep. at one point. Cigar Aficionado loves Oliva V, and Milanio was number one before. And that's 
President Trump's wife, right? Melania, yes. Yeah. Is it named, named after named her? Named after DF, um, Jose Oliva's grandfather, I believe. Hmm. Yes, great grandfather. Yeah. Grandfather, yep. Yeah. Number uh, seven is the JFR Lunatic Habano Short Robusto. I should have had it. Um, you did. Okay, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Actually, I wanted that cigar in our contenders for the Cigar of the Year, mm. and we had the argument back and forth because we tried to stay on things that came out that year, mm. and that was that came out. It was new to us that we didn't have it before, mm. but it came out the year before, so we actually did not put it in the contenders mm. for the Cigar of the Year because that cigar is pretty amazing. The, the, the whole JFR uh, Lunatic line is all big ring-gauge cigars, yep. except for that size. It's two sizes. They two have smaller the, ones, yeah. Two smaller ones, both sensational short guys in the uh, short robusto and for the money unbelievable Talk I'm talking, about value so yep. i'm talking about a ten dollar cigar is a, is a top cigar this is a cigar at six bucks yeah it was number one on their value list it was tied with charter oak it is a great cigar no 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 taken away from that cigar mm. great great choice uh i know i haven't said it yet but that one is a great choice and number six is the toro fuente hemingway work of art Tough one to get. Another another tough one to get. Not as bad as last year's, uh, which Sean Rogers brought me because I said I didn't get it. Also, I haven't got a million dollars, anybody. I have not got <laughs> it. Not, yeah. um, but this is the last year's winner, which was the Eye of the Shark. Eye of the Shark. Of the shark. Uh, I've never had it. So um, we have gotten them in, but I always let it be sold to uh, customers who are looking for it. So this one I'm going to actually try, and, and at least I had it once, right? I can yes. check it off the, the, uh, the list. What number are we on? We're we on number finished, six. We yeah, just finished on number six. Time to find out what's up in the cigar world with our good friend, Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And this year, the roll of Grinch goes to General Cigar Company, who got rid of their marketing staff just days before Christmas. Giving notice they'll be gone at the end of the year was Victoria McKee, Ed McKenna, and our friend Jack Serrano. Um, bad to be let go just before Christmas, but not as bad as Villiga just before Christmas firing his staff while they were on the road and cutting their credit cards. Jack Serrano, that poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> this this <laughs> happened to him a few times. Yes. Happened. So where's he going? He's your buddy. You talk to him? What happened? No, I haven't figured out where he's going, but I would like to... Uh, I'm going to say crown heads. Really? Because the, the ties with CAO and Taranio back in the day, um, I think he takes over as their sales director. Yeah. He, um, He's got the chops. The, the, the way the press release came out is I thought he, Jack had left, but he no, didn't. They, they fired um, those three individuals. Wow. Allegedly. <laughs> no, they fired him. They fired him. Oliva <laughs> uh, Cigar Company has a new CEO is. Corey Bappert, who served as VP of Sales, has moved into the position as former CEO Jose Haliva moves into an advisory role. 
Um, additionally, the company is opening a second cigar factory in Nicaragua that's expected to produce 25,000 cigars daily. Yeah, so Jose Luis is out. Right. You know, he's the he, Speaker of the House down yeah, in Florida. He's a busy guy, and if yeah. they, they need to give him a call, they'll give him a call. But um, he, he, we've seen the last of him, but we have a friend uh, in a main, main position, and hopefully he'll take care of the cigar industry mm-hmm. in Florida at the very least. But I think he goes national next. I think it's yeah. just a matter of time, yeah. correct. Uh, Senate Bill 304 passed the Michigan Senate in the House. It was sponsored by a Republican, Joe Hune. The bill is expected to be signed by the governor and it ensures that the state tobacco tax is capped at 50 cents for the foreseeable future as it was set to expire in 2021. Very nice. What, what state again? Uh, Michigan. Michigan. Very good for them. Yeah. And New Mexico is at it once again with a slew of bills, this time introduced by a Democrat senator named Cisco McSorley. Talk about the waste of a good name. The first bill would raise the state smoking age to 21. The second bill would ban flavored tobacco. And a third bill would raise the cigar tax to 76% Oof. of the wholesale price. Here they come. Yep. You can add Thailand to the list of countries adopting plain packaging on tobacco products. Plain packaging is the removal of all banding. The boxes become one color, utilizing the same font with a big warning graphic. In Where the ca- are they on prostitution? In, or ladyboys. <laughs> yeah. uh, in the case of Thailand, the warning label will take up 85% of the box. Uh, some good news here in the state of New Hampshire, as beach smoking ban in Hampton was set to go to voters again. The measure was passed last year, but it was ruled unenforceable. After tweaks were made, two members of the council changed their votes, questioning citizens' rights, killing the revote. Nice. I will light up on the beach and celebrate next summer. And other good news, the state of New Jersey will allow owners of Laps Cigar Bars to renew their cigar bar exemption, providing the Laps is less than 10 years old. The move is expected to bring some cigar bars back to life. All right. Some good news there. We may see that in Boston, too. There's going to be some wins and some losers. We're, we're, believe it or not, fighting here in New Hampshire for our lives. We'll see what happens there, too. Uh, Coming up on the Cigar Authority, uh, next week's show, we will announce the real Cigar of the Year. The original and real one, we're going to have it here. I think you have to just say the Cigar of the Year. Everybody else is a copy. Well, we're talking about other people's Cigar of the Year anyway. This is the Cigar of the Year. And obviously, I like hearing what they have to say anyway, because we bring it up, but this is the the original. (laughs) We're going to give you the answer. Um, The following week, the State of the Cigar Industry Address. I'm working on it now. We'll tell you what's going on. With us was going to be Eric Wentworth. And uh, Eric Wentworth would like the, um, the mic for a few minutes and wants to say um, basically the state of hammer and sickle. And really? Like to discuss with everybody. He says, I need a platform for it. I said, of course. So look for him on January 5th, and uh, he'll tell you what's going on or not going on with hammer and sickle. What's that mean? Are you Tune buying in. it? Uh, are you buying it? Is this the announcement? I'm not buying anything. I'm not <laughs> buying anything. It's the rumor that I just started. Is that happening? You're gonna have to tune in <laughs> January fifth. Okay, we'll just keep we'll just keep it like that. Um, all right, let's um, final thoughts here on Bandolero, and we'll save the last five for after the break. Consistently very good. I wish that I smoked it more often. I, I often forget about it because it's directly underneath Byron. So I see Byron, I get distracted like a small child with something shiny, and I grab the Byron. But I should smoke this more. It's not too strong for me. Nope. Aromatic-wise, it's number one 
I love what this cigar smells like. Mm -hmm. It, it brings me back. You talk about bringing back on an aroma. I would like to be in a room where people are smoking the cigar, and then I want to smoke it myself. I mean, this cigar is aromatic as hell. I, I concur. There's, there's notes of uh, mocha, a little coffee. Um, there's some spice that's reminiscent of Nicaraguan spice. It's just an all-around great cigar. Ed Sullivan, is this up your alley? I love these. You know, I was part of the Ashholes Blind Taste Test, and this one was my pick as well, although we didn't really get a vote in that. That right. was all. As, as you were going through the things, you like, it, it's full of body for you I, anyway. And Well, we talked about yeah. I recognized okay. the cigar because I, I smoke a fair number of them. All right. Okay, we're going to take a break now. When we come back, we're going to get to Cigar Aficionado's top five or four? Five. Top five. Uh, and while we're at it, we'll see um, how well we matched up and who actually got uh, the win here. Uh, maybe the band plays more of a role than some people think. We're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. We're going to tie a little yellow ribbon around the old oh, tree. When we <laughs> a little story. A guy walked into a bar, and uh, Barry will explain when we come back. You're going to want to stick around for this. We're live on the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, 
Appassionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habato uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tobacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hi, this is Brian Charles, living in Bangkok, Thailand, Mr. Jonathan's favorite city. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. It's funny because it's true. 
We're back with our number two broadcasting live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and we're talking about the best of 2018, and uh, it was Cigar Journal first, now Cigar Aficionado. Welcome back, everybody. I'm going to put my bandolero down. I hate to do that because I'm loving the cigar, but I'm looking forward to the next cigar that is in the range of flavor that I'm loving. Not too full-bodied, but a lot of flavor. So that's what I like. Full-flavored, less body, less strength. Now you're going to talk about strength? Yeah, because I hate when you you, you talk. You, you mix up body and strength all He's the like time. Rodney Dangerfield. Full-bodied, less strength, more beer. Um, I may right. have to trim my beard down because I didn't like catching my beard in the cutter. Yes. It's a little too much. All right, so what do you got, Barry? Well, today's uh, second cigar is the last time we're going to smoke the 2017 Cigar of the Year on the show. Uh, And it is the Aladino, and it is manufactured in Honduras for JRE Tobacco. It's a 5x50 Robusto, and it features a wrapper binder filler that is 100% authentic Corojo. A single cigar will set you back $9.99, while a box of 20 is just $179.99, which is a savings of almost $20, or 10% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retail that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. A lot of middle priming tobacco in this, and this is where the aroma comes from. Yeah. This is the real deal. So we had the Aladino Reserva. These guys love it. It's a little too full-bodied for me. But when you talk about going back in time, you want to know what cigars tasted like at their prime of what it is. This is what Camacho tasted like. Right. When the Camacho Diploma first came out, man, this was the... I remember going to the factory as they were putting this together and, and smelling the tobacco. It still smells like this. It brings you back exactly to what it was. This one is... I'm going to love this cigar forever and ever. I, I, I did when it first came out. I'm loving it now. I think we nailed it. Cigar of the Year last year. This is, was the best thing that came out last for 2017. And here it is, the uh, Aladino Corojo, the regular Aladino Corojo in, in the Robusto size. This Correct. is the size, too. I know you disagree. This is the size. That Toro is pretty tasty. This is the one. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And the cold drawer, cedar with a hint of vanilla. I got the rums right, so you, it, it proves I have a superior palate. You no, have it proves a good, you have a drinking problem. <laughs> no, you have a good palate, and, you, and you're good on the blind tasting things with cigars, and the guy's got it. You, we get people, and we're going to have a uh, letter. All from, right, I'll give you the vanilla and the cedar. We're going to have a letter from somebody talking crap about you, but uh, Barry happy, knows it. I'm happy say, to read that right now. Say anything <laughs> wanted, that he, he doesn't spell things right in his reviews or whatever. The guy's he has got a, two of the best proofreaders ever. At his disposal. Sean's in the store every day, and Ed Santa Maria sits next to him. Ed has so much on his plate, I try not to bother him. Sean sends me the changes, and I make them. He hasn't lately, so I have to be getting better. It'll get back on the stick. (laughs) All right. So I like the cold drawer on this. This is a cigar I may suck on for a while before I even light the cigar. Is this like the watermelon head? Nothing like it at all. (laughs) No? Nothing. 
We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Hawk featuring single action, meaning you press the button down, the lid pops open, you got three jets, you got an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and you have the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, and it retails for an astounding $9.99. Unbelievable. It's the Vertigo Hawk. It's the only lighter you need. For less than $20, you can have this lighter and the cigar. Correct. You know what? In, in talking to people downstairs, and this time of year, we talk to wives. Uh, they're coming in to buy cigars for their husbands, their uncles, their grandfathers. And you say to them, listen, does he have a lighter and a cutter? Yes, he does. But does he have a cutter and a lighter in his glove box? Does he have one in his golf bag? Lighters and cutters are the, the thing, because when you leave the house every day, you go wallet, keys, right? lighter, cutter. phone, gun. You don't always think lighter cutter. I do. I do. Well, because we all work in the cigar industry, but regular people, they yeah. sometimes miss the lighter cutter. You need to have a backup. Last okay. night, I took part in a Yankee swap, and there were cigars, and there was a cutter. The cutter was the one that was most traded mm. throughout. It wound up with like six different people by the time it was over. It was a crappy cutter? No, it was a, Lotus, it it was a Lotus V cut. Oh, nice. Oh, nice one. They just kept going around because everybody say, I already have one. I certainly have enough cutters and enough lighters, but when the new lighter, when Lotus comes out with a new lighter, I got to have that one too. I have, uh, I have a bet as to who supplied that cutter. <laughs> he was part of the Yankee swap, so. Ah, regifting. <laughs> Somebody regifted, re-gifter. Or, or, or somebody that might work for the company was part of the uh, Yankee oh, swap. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. I want to remind you. That was that quick. The, that was that a quick the cover right there. The contenders for the Cigar of the Year are out. Uh, the winner is going to be announced next week. It's going to be either Christoph Vengeance, Aladino Maduro, Recluse Los Cabos, Aging Room Puricepa, Placencia Amocampo. King's Treasure, Aganosa Leaf, Connecticut, or Balmoral, Connecticut. It's going to be one of those for sure. There aren't a lot of contenders packs left. They've been selling like crazy. Yeah, so I, if I had to pick a number one Christmas gift, that's it. Fifty nine ninety nine eight cigars. Last chance right now if you want to get it. These are going to run out. It's not going to be for sale after this anyway. Uh, so that's your last chance. Even if chance. you already got a contenders pack, get another one. Right. It's a good deal. Because by by the time you get it, you're not going to have any time to vote. Because Monday, Tuesday, we gotta we gotta order a trophy. We gotta right. get this thing going. So this is it. Um, all right, Barry, we got uh, five to go. Number five on cigar aficionado. Number five was uh, on my list and Ed's list, and it was the. H. Upman, Sir Winston, out of Cuba. And um, a lot of people thought that might have been number one. That was uh, a thought. It was maybe the highest rated cigar they had for the year? It was right up there. Right up there. If, if not, then it yeah. was. Okay. Uh, number four was the Padron Family Reserve, number 44, Natural. Mr. Jonathan nailed that, right? Which I had. Actually, you had like you had the 35, didn't you, or the number nine or something? I don't know. I had the 44. I had the, the, the wrapper. I had, I had it all. <laughs> Drink another one, buddy. Uh, number three was our friend Nick Melillo with the Wise Man Maduro. Which I thought for sure that Nick Melillo was going to be the next EP Carrillo, that he's ripe for the picking. But then I wow, realized. Wow, that's pretty good, though. Number three. He's got to be happy with mm-hmm. that. I'm happy for him. We Me all too. had it on our list. Yeah, I'm happy for him. Good for Nick. He'll be here January 26th, live in studio. Um, this was planned a long time ago. Uh, it'll be great. Say congratulations to him. Uh, Wise Man Maduro, he's a young guy, really starting out a company to get that far that fast. Good Pretty for good. him. Good for him. 
Number two, I almost don't want to mention because the rep's like Beetlejuice. If you talk about him, he shows up. Uh, <laughs> and I so say nice. that because he's in the chat room watching. Oh, okay. Uh, but number two was the My Father La Opalencia Toro. And the uh, Robusto was in Cigar Journal at number 23. All right. So consistently, um, you got Pepin Garcia, number one, number two, um, in the top 10. Yeah. And Crossman and Padron, always in the top. And Fuente. So and Fuente. Yeah. And the, Rocky Patel is always, he's always getting top not, ratings. I not, don't understand why anymore. he didn't make the top 10. Yeah. So the elite three, I would say, is, is Padron, Fuente, and Pepin Garcia. And uh, that's I, the one that doesn't make the business sense to me. You 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 shuffle Patel down all the way to the end, and he's. I mean, he has a double double page ad every issue. So does Papine, and so does Fuente, and sometimes so does, he has two double page ads. Yeah. Well, who thing. spends more money than Rocky Patel, and who fights harder than Rocky Patel? Nobody fights harder. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody fights harder. I, I think Rocky got got slammed this year. Uh, Host is more like it. And the one that got the love is the wise man, Maduro. Um, you know, those are the two. Um, Rocky um, deserve more, and um, they brought Melillo up. Not that there's anything wrong with the cigar or anything, but um, to, to me, surprising they brought it as high up as they did. Uh, not, it's deserving of it, but I wouldn't think they would because there's not a lot of uh, upside for them financially, I don't think. Uh, but we'll, we'll see how that plays out. And uh, so all we got left is number one, Barry. This is uh, Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar. Yep, and it was a guy who started working for his father, wanted nothing to do with the business. The father was going to sell it. He changed his mind. He convinced his dad not to sell it. He took it over, and that is Ernesto Perez Carrillo, and he gets it with the Encore Majestic. And uh, Dave was the only person to get three points. There we go. Three wow. points. I, I had it as a number one. They love Ernesto Carrillo. He's a, he's, he's a guy to love anyway. He's a nice, nice Very guy. Nice. They, I knew Ernesto before Cigar Aficionado mm -hmm. existed. Mm -hmm. Small little uh, place he had there in uh, Miami. Miami. Mm -hmm. And um, they ended up giving him the, a big rating in issue number one. He... Uh, you know, went from, you know, making hundreds of thousands of cigars to millions of cigars, um, had to move out of Miami because he had to go into big production. He ends up being bought out by a big company. General Cigar mm -hmm. buys him out. He stays with them for many, many years. He starts again. The problem with starting again is, believe it or not, it doesn't matter how big you were. You start from the bottom. From sell, the bottom. Selling your first one. So I think it's been a battle. It's been a lot of work for mm -hmm. him. And I, I got to imagine as, as a person being at, at the top and then starting at the bottom again. Oh my God, the struggle is. So this one, I think, escalates him up, up and, and brings him forward again. What he does with that is going to. Just dictate. a quick story to the type of gentleman he is. Uh, when bloggers were having a hard time with being able to go to IPCPR on the retailer's end, David Garofalo, you stepped up for cigar bloggers. I'm down in New Orleans with a few others, and we're sitting in a restaurant, and Ernesto's there with his son and his daughter, a whole bunch of people. We gave him a nod. He sent over a round of beers for every blogger. Nice. And before he left, he said, you guys deserve to be here. I'll see you at the show. Nice. Nice. So. And the guy working from Jose Blanco. Jose Blanco worked for Miami Cigar at the yeah, time. Yeah, yep. And he was one fighting for you, too. Yep. In that room, there was some manufacturers, and there was all us on the board of directors. Mm -hmm. And the only manufacturer the only person representing a manufacturer and he wasn't representing Ernesto at the time but 
but Miami Cigar, but he mm-hmm. stood up for the bloggers too and brought them forward. And here we are, bloggers ourselves now, I guess, in, in, in one way. So uh, they deserve to be. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was just old school thinking of these people on the internet talking. They're not really media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's media. People, More people are listening to this than reading the publications, believe it or right. not. Mm-hmm. So uh, really mad at so that's it. That's what they end up picking. Uh, I'm happy for Ernesto. I'm, ha- I'm happy for all of them that got in here. There's nothing terrible about it. There's no, no major surprises no. to me. No. And a quick recap. There were two Honduran cigars, three Cuban cigars, 14 Dominican cigars, and 16 from Nicaragua. All right. And um, so point-wise, what do we got here? So coming in at third, uh, fourth place would be Mr. J with six. Yeah. You thought you nailed us. You thought you had it down. but I, well, They obviously listen to the show, and they change things around uh, just to mess with me. Okay. Uh, number third uh, would be me at eight. At uh, number two would be Dave with nine, giving the victory to our esteemed colleague, Ed. The new Sullivan guy. With 11 points. Every cigar on his list was in the top 25. Wow. Wow. It's pretty impressive, Ed Sullivan. I would like to point out that the three of you are professionals, and I'm an amateur in this pro-am tournament. I'm the only one who doesn't make my living in the cigar world. That's right. That's right. No, I, I Rub it in, buddy. I didn't get them all because I had Boulevard in there as a Cuban. It didn't make it. Um, Barry had uh, Ashton Symmetry in there. didn't make it. Uh, Jonathan had A.J. Fernandez Enclave in there. didn't make it. Uh, and Ed Sullivan got them all. Got them all. But I would say, all in all, this panel is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Of the top good. ten, he, five of his six picks were in the top ten. And remember, everybody, we were not picking what the best cigars were. We were trying to read the minds of Cigar Aficionado to see who they are and what they were, what that was all about. So that's how it came out there. Right now, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away. It's time for the new, it's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from four by forty-four to the absolutely insane eight by eighty Asylum Cigars. In the land down under, where women glow and men plunder. The Wandering Bears took over the Humpty Doo golf course for a tournament, a nudist golf tournament. The golfers were allowed to play naked as long as they wore golf shoes and steer cleared of the sixth and ninth hole, which passed by the clubhouse. The event was deemed a success as golfers compared their woods and putters, and according to one nudist, he was able to shave some strokes off his game by using the ball washer more often, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. Oh, God. True story? True story. Uh, <laughs> All right, what do we think of this uh, Aladino, the cigar of the year? It's uh, terrible. Smoking it for the last time? I, I'm not smoking it for the last time by any means. No, not at all. This is going to be a go-to forever. For it me. is the... It is Ending its reign as Cigar of the Year. Yeah. It will forever be the 2017. Yeah. Uh, but next week, we will announce a new one. 
a little spicy brown sugar happening. Definitely yeah. some brown sugar. I want to yeah. listen to some Rolling Stones while smoking this. Yeah. Wait a minute. This is, this is a real cigar, man. This is what cigars... Both of these cigars are perfect, perfect, full-bodied cigars that, that I'm going to kick... full-bodied about this. Full-flavored. Full-flavored. Full-flavored, five-inch strength. Yeah. yeah. You could chain-smoke a box of these in a weekend. Just boom, 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 I, boom. I love them. Get sick. I crave the cigar. I've said it before that uh, I get a lot of different cigars in my office, and I go in all the time, and then every once in a while, it's just got to be that one. And I got to go down and say, no, it's got to be this. Just craving yeah, the, the, I, this flavor. I often reach for these when I just want something different after I've had a lot of cigars in a day. This hits the palate just right. Wow, what a nice cigar. Jack Taranya just sent me a text. I heard you guys were talking about me. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about you, and we want to know where you're going. Where you going, and why are you gone? And of where course, are you going, and why are you gone? We want Jack to land on his feet because yeah. he's a yes, good dude. good guy. Definitely a good guy. Um, I, don't, I didn't think that was the place for him anyway. I agree. Where I see why he went. I see why he went there. He, he went there because the brand name yep. was his name, yep. and they wanted him because this is the guy that can carry the name on or whatever yep. it is. But he's more of a boutique guy than uh, corporate. Yeah, I thought. And he's the guy that could bring a lot of attention mm. to a brand that needs some attention. Okay. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, um, our feelings on Cigar Aficionado's Top 25. A guy walks into a bar. He's got a yellow ribbon, and he's talking about Mr. Jonathan. Wait to hear this story. Something's wrong with it, and uh, it's crazy. We're live at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars and the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. 
Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. Ooh. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. Hello, this is Houston Aurora from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. I think he said Gusto. I'm pretty sure he did. Gusto <laughs> <laughs> Aurora, we're smoking a cigar, the Aladino. Um, 
Just just a regular Aladino, right? Aladino Robusto, yeah. you'd call it. There's nothing regular about this. This is exceptional. Exceptional. Cigar of the Year 2017, great year mm-hmm. for it. We they could have charged it. more money for it, easily. And then he follows up with the Maduro, mm-hmm. box-pressed, sensational, contender for the Cigar of the Year, could win again. Then he comes out with the Reserva, which is exceptional. Mm-hmm. The only he problem, made one mistake. Yeah, he made he it. He told limited. us he was only making 400 boxes. Yeah. So he made it ultra limited monthly, monthly though, but we could use them all. Great cigar. Oh, that's great. And a huge public thank you to Husto this week. We won't disclose why, but he's listening. He knows why. And we, so he gave you something for free. We, we appreciate your generosity. <laughs> that's what you're saying. <laughs> all of us. All right. So what did uh, this top 25 or the top 25 even cigar journal plus the ones you're seeing that are already coming out from different bloggers? Everybody's got a... Uh, Everybody has an opinion, but our opinion is the only one that matters. Because we are the authority. Yes. I understand that. But um, <laughs> is somebody being slighted? Is something being pushed ahead because... It, and, it, and it shouldn't be? Of course somebody's being slighted. I mean, I think we all smoked the scene compromiso from mm. Dunbarton. Yeah. yeah, that is clearly one of the best cigars. Of I'm the seeing year. Blog is putting it out there. He's, yeah. he's getting love. He's getting love, but he's not getting uh, any love with. The cigar aficionado. There's a long story to that. We, right. I heard they hate him. They hate him. <laughs> That's what no, I heard. It's, it's well, actually a short story. I, yeah, the, sh- the the shorter version of that is he wanted to advertise and they wouldn't even accept his money. So he can't even buy his way in. Uh, they won't yeah, let him but in. But that is a good cigar. It's oh, very yeah. well balanced. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm still, and I know I said it already. I'm still upset about this Rocky Patel thing because. You're you're going through a time right now where you need the voice. He gets himself onto national television. Yes, yeah. During the year, I mean, if somebody's mm-hmm. deserving, and it, if I read a uh, post on uh, one of the blogs about how cigar aficionado is strictly pay to play and the whole bit, mm-hmm. nobody pays more than he does. Yeah. So, that, so is, is that the that, reason why he's being slighted because he pays I was too much? Say that maybe it's a political ploy, ploy to make it look like you know buy your way to number one. There's a guy, and the cigars are good. Great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That that one, to me, was like, no, I expected that. It's a kick in the nuts. Yeah. 20. Yeah. It's something. You know, they can't say, we didn't put you there. You know, zero would have been, okay, you know, maybe he'd be saying, all right, I'm in the wrong place here. But 20, let me give you something. Um, I'll say the same for we just smoked Bandolero. Bandolero and all of Selected Tobacco gets no love besides us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nobody goes out there and, you know, you hear some people saying, yeah, they are great cigars, but they're expensive. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? Hey, John McTavish gives us some love. He's giving it 100 ratings yes. as well. Yeah. But then I've heard some people say, yeah, it's a great cigar. You know, you gave a, the, one of your 100 ratings. You've done it two, three times, 100 ratings? Three times. Three three times ever. Multiple in, times in on 20, the anime. Yep. In 20 years. Um, and, and people say, oh, he gives, gives up too much. I, I read that thing on there. And uh, <laughs> if, if something doesn't hit 100, then your scale stops at 93 or whatever yep. your thing is. So something's got to end up being. I think I'm going to give something to 102 next well, year. Well, I, th- I, I did hear well, that uh, people were pushing for higher than 100 scale, and they yes. voted that you would be the person to do it. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to give something to 102 next year if it comes out. Why 102? Mm-hmm. Because it's more than 100. So is 101. Yeah, but 101 just seems... 
Well, in order doing to it for the sake of I, doing I it, I think the only way you give something more than a hundred, you'd have to smoke the hundredth cigar you've had before, and it was even better this time than it was mm-hmm. the last time you smoked it. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you have to give it a higher rating, and then it goes into one hundred one, which one hundred two, whatever. Right? Nothing? Yeah, my brain hurts from thinking about this. <laughs> All right. It's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. And um, this is $90. You get $90 for doing it. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's better be something I do for free. Eat your $100 bill. You take a $100 bill out of your pocket. You eat it. It's yours. And you get to keep it. After it comes out, also, but you get ninety dollars because you ate it. So this is two weeks in a row where you've had some sort of poop thing, and <laughs> but I you're, need you're to f- run an intervention. Enough with the poop stuff. Yes, I'm doing it, but no, you shouldn't be talking about poop stuff every week. That's a great return on your investment. Well, we, we, in we, more ways than one, I'm in. You would do it. I'm in. You're gonna eat your hundred dollar bill. Yes. So you're going to swallow it whole, right? Yes. Is it going to come out whole? Is I hope so. You hope so, but you don't know. You, you don't know. Lo- the, may lose I $10. might lose $10. I'll let Jonathan go first. Why or, am I going first? Well, if it, you tell us a story how it disintegrated, I'm out. We'll practice with a dollar bill first, Barry. There you go. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> well we played, Ed Sullivan. Well played. <laughs> There's a man of logic. We have one here anyway. <laughs> But Ed Solomon, would you do it? No. No. <laughs> he's not doing now, it. Now, there's a guy you can't do pay to play because he's not interested at all. Yes. He's not interested in money at all. Um, okay, Barry, you got a story to tell us. A guy walked in the bar, right? Yep. So I'm sitting in a bar and a guy walks in and the he goes. The true story, folks, by the way. <laughs> last <laughs> night? Yeah, yeah. He goes to me, uh, don't you do a podcast with Mr. Jonathan? I go, no, no, he does a podcast with me. Yeah, I was here first. <laughs> and he's like, I got a story to tell you. Kim's from his former roommate about how he tied. Mr. Jonathan's former, former roommate about how he tied a ribbon on another man's penis. And that's what he came. You don't know this guy at all. He comes into the. I don't bar. know him. You don't he know. He knows. He, I do a podcast. Jonathan does a podcast with me. So this, and I have a story to tell you about Mr. Jonathan. And so, Mr. Jonathan's with us this morning, and we're getting ready to do the show. <laughs> and he he tells the story out, and. All of a sudden, Jonathan starts laughing, and I said, oh, my God, you ruined it. You should have saved it for the show or whatever. You had to see his face as, as he went back in time because so I 25 years ago. Yeah, I haven't heard the story in 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> the real story is. He tried to put it out of his mind. That's I what it fired is. a kid, and on his because way out of the Because he wouldn't let you do it the second time? <laughs> this is yeah. the roommate? No, 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 no. This was a kid that worked for me when I worked at the roller skating rink. So I fired him, and on his way out, he concocted the story. And it didn't make sense. So when people came up to me afterwards and said, did you, did you tie a ribbon around this kid's penis? And I'm like, it would, it makes us, if that, if this is to try to prove that I'm gay, it makes us the same amount of gay. Why would he tell that story? I'm not buying your denial. It seems like some kind of weird bondage thing. 
Yeah, was, but the, was it a yellow ribbon? Did you tie, tie a, yellow? a yellow ribbon? What color was the ribbon? <laughs> oak tree. There was no ribbon. There, there was, was no ribbon. There was no ribbon. I had forgotten about this story for 25 years. Thank you for bringing it back. <laughs> you know, <laughs> interestingly <laughs> enough, Jonathan, this morning on Snack Authority, we had ribbon candy. Ribbon candy. Would you now that I could get behind. Does that excite you at all? Yes, but there's a, a lot of little holes you could just... <laughs> For little rings. Yeah, but it, it breaks up into shards of glass. Also a benefit. All right. <laughs> By the way, Rudy says he's done. He can't continue anymore. <laughs> no, that that's the end of the story. <laughs> so let's let's get to um, the mailbag because we got a very interesting right. mailbag today, too. So uh, the following message is submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And this gentleman's visited us, so we know he's real. We know he listens. Yep. So it can't be made up. This is Vinny from Jersey. First off, as we wind down 2018, I just want to say thank you for another great year of the Cigar Authority. Next, on to Mushmouth. I believe he means you, Barons. We shall see. Yes, his cigar knowledge is quite impressive, and he busts Mr. Jonathan's balls, hence his cult following, but I do have a bone to pick. Barry never acknowledges the audience like Dave and Mr. J do when his name is announced during the show opening. He also does not participate in the Perdomo commercial with the synchronized cutting. Hmm. I take this as personal insults and would like Barry to consider piss bleh, consider participating in the full show, not just mumbling through a few segments while checking his personal email. <laughs> now a quick show idea. Can you name the most important criteria you consider when smoking a cigar and the scale you use to rate them? I know this construction, draw, cold draw, flavor, strength, burn, etc. I'm sure there are others. And I thought of this when evaluating the cigars in the contenders pack. So I tried to come up with a rating sheet and would like to know your process when evaluating cigars for Cigar Journal. All the best for a great 2019. Vinny from Jersey. P.S. Alcohol-fueled shows are the best. Okay, so let's so, skip the bottom half of that. Yes. And let's go right to the top of it. And let's get give Barry his do to say what he wants to say about what the pro why come you hand to me this so, well he's got a show idea there that's that's something we could do 20 so minutes in the on. beginning i don't acknowledge the camera where have you because i'm usually a sharing the facebook post i'm also b making sure the stream is going and i don't have to let ed know something's wrong so i'm not paying attention to the show open i'm worried about the technological aspects ah good answer and as for the cutting, I it's tend bullshit, to do, I tend to do it in advance. So when you guys are cutting, I can start talking about the cold draw. So there's less of dead air. Hmm. All good answers. I think he nailed it. Hang on. With, with respect, so Vinny, you can go get your shine box. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> with 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 respect to your uh, supposed desire to keep dead air at a minimum, what happens when Dave's not here? And I'm cutting and lighting my cigar, and there's nothing happening. You usually put me to sleep. Every time. You usually put me to sleep. Got all good points there. <laughs> he has no good points, and may God have mercy on his soul. It's, it's, it's all good Whatever stuff. you say there, ribbon tire. Ribbon tire. <laughs> <laughs> that, I think, is going to stick. That's fine. I think all your presents now are going to have ribbons on. <laughs> <laughs> And they mean something. I'd appreciate that. I'd appreciate Barry, that. Barry, I don't want you to be constantly ribbing Mr. J. Yes. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> you, after 25 years, this is going to haunt you forever. <laughs> forever now. It's going to haunt nothing. Nothing? Nothing. It's going to haunt us. Did you tie the bow on the bottom <laughs> or the top? <laughs> it was a little gift from him to you. 
There was no gift. There was no nothing. It was a made-up story. Not even a good one. No, it's a great one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good story. And for that to come back. Oh That's the amazing so, part. So you were blown away with the question? I mean, when you heard this. Are we talking watermelon head here? We're talking watermelon head. So I was just like dumbfounded, but I was like, yeah, that's probably a possibility. <laughs> you don't get my back at all. Did he introduce himself to you or just came here? I got to. He went right into the story and then we got to talking and that's how I found out he was the roommate. And Do you know who this guy is? Who the I, roommate know who, is? I know who the roommate is now, but I don't know who told you the story. Right. And I'm not going to give up the person that told me because Chicken. I'm from New York. We don't do that. Hmm. The roommate told this other guy who told him, and now we told everybody. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. No? Okay. All right. right, let's. Uh, we, we'll squeeze it in. The Classic 3-Way brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of Epic Rap Battles. But now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll f***ing kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In Classic History. It is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All Classic Cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic and every cigar is priced under get this under $3 per cigar you like that baby let him know where I came from yeah choose any blend including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor or the classic Cuban for its sweet sun-grown and nutty overtones that's Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Who's our champion? Uh, Isn't it Ed Sullivan? I think it's Ed Sullivan. I think it is. All right, we're going to start with you then. Today is December 22nd. I have five questions in one tiebreaker if we need it. And today, Maurice Gibb. English rocker from the Bee Gees, Saturday Night Fever, was born in Douglas Isle, Maine. He died in 2003, but he was born today. Maurice Gibb, what year was he born? 1942. 42, he says, Mr. Jonathan. I have 1940 for the exact date. And I have 1943. 43 for the point at Barry. Barry gets it to 43 because it was 49. So Barry gets a point, and we're over to Mr. Jonathan. Robin Gibb, English rocker, BG, Saturday Night Fever, born in Douglas Isle, Man. He died in 2012, but he also was born today. But what year? 1949. 49, he says. 49. 1949. You say 49, too? Yeah. 1943. 43. Somebody got two points. Two people did. They're twins. 49 is correct. That was a little trick question there. Twin brothers. And uh, they both caught on. I did know they were twins. I did not know when they were born. But uh, how it works, Ed Sullivan, is when someone's <laughs> twins, they're born on the same day as their, well, their you brother. Well, you notice I went with the same year both times. Ah. ah. So, there you have it. You were wrong both times. Yeah. I'm with you. But I'm I was consistent. <laughs> okay. So, we'll go over to Barry now. The Chipmunk song reaches number one today. What year? 1969. 1969. 1966. 66. 
1949. They're the same as Barry and Andy Gibb. Mr. Jonathan gets a point. It's 1958. 1949 going under. That was a good call, Mr. Jonathan. Put a ribbon on that, Barry. Good call. Put a ribbon. A little price is right action there. Put a ribbon on that, and we're done. I think that's the way the show ends each week now. Let's put a ribbon on it. Instead of keep the lid end out of your mouth, put a ribbon on it. And we're done. Uh, Two points for Mr. Jonathan. Two points for Barry. Two questions left, and we're over to... Uh, 3-3. It's 3-3 with Barry and I, and Ed Sullivan with the goose egg. Okay. And who's it go to? Goes to Barron's. All right. No, I just no it, went, it goes, goes to Ed, Ed Sullivan. I'm sorry, Ed, Ed Sullivan. Sullivan. Okay, we'll get that uh, crap together here one one of these times. Gene Rayburn was an American radio and TV host hosting the match game. You know him with the long microphone mm-hmm. without a ribbon on it. <laughs> Gene Rayburn was born today. What year? Oh, he always seemed old to me, but I was a kid when he was on. So I'm going to go 1933. 33. 1949. 49. Same age as the Gibb brothers. Here we go. <laughs> 1921. 21. Same age as the Gibb brothers, really? Yeah. 1917. Oh, he was old. He was old. Jesus. <laughs> 19, no points are awarded to anybody there. Uh, Ed Sullivan, I don't know what you're going to do. You need three points. We only have one question well, left. So. the show's called The Cigar Authority, and I nailed that part of it. There so we I'm go. okay for the day. All right. So we're over to Mr. Jonathan. We have a tie here with, with you two. Last question, unless we need the tiebreaker. And Madonna's Like a Virgin hits number one for six straight weeks today. What year? Like a Virgin. Oh, I, I, can't, I can't even play the man on this one. I have to actually try to play the question. I'm going to say 1980. 1980. 1980. 1985. Sought after gift in 1985. Yeah, what, what was the gift? Was it a gift overall? Yeah, the number one gift by far. It was the big. Why would we have to pay attention for that? It wasn't mentioned during the show. It wasn't. It wasn't mentioned. Nintendo. <laughs> so Nintendo says Barry. Uh, uh, humidor. Humidor. Uh, I've got Rubik's cube. Rubik's cube. We have no points. It's the Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh. Cabbage Patch Kids. I hated them. Yeah, that was the big thing. Was that a huge thing or what? They were getting big, big money for it. I don't know if there is a big gift anymore. You have no... You show up every week with 37 tiebreakers <laughs> and five questions, and you're going to leave it at a tie right now. It's a tie, and we have next week to see who the champion is of the see. year. Right? Next yeah. week is a champion of the year, and we have... Now, two people. Who goes first in a tie like this? Barry was the champion nobody, the last time, yeah, but so nobody, I'll give it to him. Technically, nobody won, so Ed Sullivan's still the champion. We kicked his ass. He's not the champion. You were the champion the last time. I'm going to let you go first next week. Is that a positive or negative? 
Just trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Right. You guys write it down anyway. So we'll have Barry going for us next a week, on that. and that will be for the champion of the year. Of the year. You've won the champion of the year before. Twice in a row. All right. Now This will be my three-peat. It, it doesn't serve my purposes because I won the t- top 25, but if I had set the rules, you would have got more points for nailing the number one. So next year, why don't you set the rules? <laughs> All right. All right. As the defending champion, I'll set the rules. All right. So I just would like to point out. We need the rules in advance before we do the it. Two, oh, really? The yes. two elderly people on the panel yeah. who forget stuff. <laughs> on the regular, <laughs> he has a uh, an old pencil and pad. Oh, hold on, I'm calendar. In my phone, now. and you have you have to put it in your phone. If you don't remember to put it in your phone, it ain't happening. Well, I got to close out the show, so it's not happening. I don't have time. Well, right we got now. time because uh, we, we got a mailbag. We got time oh, to right. squeeze all in. right mailbag or two in. The following message submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. As a relatively new listener, Charles writes, I'm not sure if you've covered this before, but I think it would be interesting if you could do a show or add a running segment on different cigars that epitomize or cater to a certain flavor profile. For example, cigars that have a strong leather component hmm. or chocolate flavor or taste like ribbon. personally i think it would be interesting to try and find those flavors or possibly even attempt to train my palate that'd be interesting so we could have a a chocolate episode or something and cigars Mm -hmm. that pair and taste chocolatey that they don't have any chocolate in them or something like that That sounds good by the way the chat room was crying foul (laughs) on the last question you said one word Cabbage Patch Kid doll is four words. Mm. Well, meaning... Tell the chat box. Well, do you have another tiebreaker? That it can take its objection and tie a ribbon around it. I did say one word, and I meant it's a a word. It's a thing. (coughs) As opposed to give me a number, which is what everything was. Right. I knew what you meant. They just took things too literally. So what are you getting for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? Godfather and DVD. Really? Yep. And then you're going to watch it. And then I'm going to watch it. And wow. Gonna, and then I'll watch Sothersby. You're going to watch episode one, or you're going to do the whole prequel oh, thing? Uh, I, one I, or two I just asked for The Godfather. If I if I get the box set of all three movies, I'll watch all three on one Sunday. Just watch one and two. Do not watch three until you come and talk to us about it. Okay. Then you can watch three, because it kind of ruins it. I'll do that. I, I, three was terrible. Horrible. Yeah. I want uh, I want Christmas to be canceled. If not. No, but I, in my house, I'd like it to be canceled. I'd like us to do something good for people who are less fortunate. There's nothing that you my wife... You could do that also and say we have Christmas. There's nothing that my wife and I are going to buy each other that are going to change each other's lives. And at this point, I want to like adopt a family or do something good for people. I do, but I'd like my whole family to he get does, behind it. He does, by the way, and he, he does it anonymously. And I know some of the things that happened this week. Hmm. So... Even though he's the way he is, yeah. he's a, he's a, <laughs> and this whole ribbon fetish thing he's got, <laughs> he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, I actually met his sixth grade school teacher. Oh, yeah. had a lot of nice things to say about him for all these years and stuff. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. 
You are a good guy. I'm talking about you. Oh, thanks. You're My sixth grade guy. math teacher is a good guy, too. Yeah. Although, <clears throat> I found it particularly disturbing when he said it tastes like ribbon. I mean, I knew he was a ribbon tire, but yes. he's also a ribbon taster. Well, once you, once you <laughs> put it on the package. You're really making a line, a do not pass line with the ribbon. That's what it's for. Put it on the package. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, he, he tied in a nice bow. Put, connect the whole thing. Anybody who's ever seen me wrap a gift or tie a knot knows <laughs> it's, it's not, not pretty. So you don't want anything special? I want nothing. No? I really want nothing. How about that new underwear that holds everything together? I have that. You have it? I do. Is it worth it's it? It's got a little pouch in the front, and it just holds everything where it needs to be. It's fantastic. Really? It's fantastic. All right. How about you, Ed Sullivan? What do you want? I just need socks. You're into socks. Socks, socks. are awesome. Socks and underwear is a gift for Christmas. That's where it's at. Today, I've got my snack authority ones, you know, with the skulls on it. Yeah. Yeah. What they call sugar skulls. Yeah. Yeah. You're into socks. That's all I need. Are you into feet? No. I'm, no. Just, I'm not Rex Ryan. He just no. likes feet. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've underestimated his sneakiness. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I need nothing. I need nothing also. Oh, and I discovered something important this week. You know why Mr. Jonathan doesn't watch The Godfather? No. I figured it out. Wow. We were having breakfast, and he asked the waitress. He told the waitress he's never seen The Godfather. She said, me either. So it's his connection point with the women that he likes the chick movies. When they see me pull the ribbon out, though, they're like, where are you putting that? <laughs> I don't you have got a the penis. wrong gender. Yeah. They're not threatened by him because he doesn't do the guy things. Well, I say but he could, he, he could do it and not tell them. I'm, no, I'm he's, like a, the, he's a sensitive guy. Very sensitive. It's it, all about Summersby. There's a word for that. I saw it, by the way. Did, did I say it was I saw fine, it right? It's nobody's favorite movie no, in, in the whole world. No. I, I said that. It's not, it's not a great movie. It's just, it happened to be a movie I watched at a certain time in my life, and it became my favorite. That's, that, that's it. That came Ian out. and your wife's favorite. Correct. That you didn't know. We were both embarrassed to say what our favorite movie was. We had to write it down and pass the card over. But it was a special time in your life, but it, it came out after the ribbon incident, right? It wasn't. Oh, years later. Way after. Okay. Ribbon incident would have been like 98. If it had happened. <laughs> nice Allegedly. Save. Nice save. Yeah, nice save. <laughs> do, do you know the particular date? It could become a question at some point. I have a calendar. What, what year? What year? Saved. Put that on the, <laughs> On this day. On this history. day, a ribbon incident occurred. All right. All right. Let's wrap it up. So final thoughts yeah, That's here. what you did once you wrapped it up with a ribbon. Yeah, let's wrap this up with a ribbon. Uh, the Aladino. Great. I'm going to keep smoking it after the show, man. And I, and very I, got, good. I still have a little left of I'm going to smoke both of these down to the to the wire. I'm going back to the Bandolero also. Great cigars. Great year of cigars. And we're going to get to the whole year thing next week uh, and talk about that. But uh, thank you, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I uh, hope you get everything you want. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Uh, you've heard it from the rest. Now hear it from the best. The first and original. The Cigar of the Year will be announced next week right here on the Cigar Authority. Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And if you've learned nothing else in the last two hours, keep the lid end on. Oh, boo! <laughs> <laughs>
opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.